everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott, and with me, I've got my two good friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. Yeah, and if you're new to the show or you're a returning member, we always kind of... Well, actually, that doesn't really apply to the show, because this is, this is a clip episode, which we're going to kind of review previous bourbons that we've talked about uh, in previous shows. So... Normally, we talk about a beard product, a beard review, uh, some kind of beard article we found on the webs. Then we have a nice tasty brew, and we sample that and review it, and then we do bourbons. Uh, so this is a little different. Like I said, we're going to just review the bourbons. We're not even review the bourbons. We're just going to talk about some fun episodes that we had that we kind of wanted to showcase again mm -hmm. and or generate content. Right. Great <laughs> content. Content is king. We do have uh, a new episode that we're tossing in here. I say new episode. Uh, if you've listened to our previous clip episode, we tossed in the intern episode, which is we had an intern who showed up for a whole episode. It was a dumpster fire. Uh, needless to say, he did not come back. <laughs> but uh, I've been slowly doling out these little tidbits that, that are uh, the episode. So we do our, our, our first one we're just going to toss them right into the fire mm. is our uh, intern episode. This one, we, we do have some Breckenridge uh, bourbon out of Colorado. And if I remember correctly, it was pretty tasty. I guess we'll have to listen to, to remember correctly. Well, it's, uh, it's 43% alcohol by volume, but it, apparently it is an award-winning uh, award whiskey. Uh, but Breckenridge is one of those brewer, uh, distilleries, excuse me, that's been around for a minute. They know what they're doing. They're not a flight like a fly-by-night operation because lately I've been having some local whiskeys that have not been up to snuff. But I won't, I won't, I won't talk bad about them. But uh, but I remember Breckenridge being like uh, rich and uh, it says from what I'm reading on the interwebs, aromas of butterscotch I've, and candied orange. I vaguely remember that. I don't uh, remember orange at all, but orange maybe not. But I remember like the caramel, like the you know the whiskey, even though the burn with it has that caramel like that burnt caramel flavor. I vaguely remember that chasing this whiskey. I, I remember having a positive experience with this one. <laughs> my, sure. my memory of this is that we had a full bottle to start with and we didn't have a full bottle at the end. That's my yeah, memory. Yeah, well, that's that's why the intern uh, was beaten and, and uh, sent out to, to sit by a tree. <laughs> and sleep it off. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, cue the music and here comes the episode. Yeah. All right, so next we're going to test out a bourbon here. We've got uh, Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey. It's out of Breckenridge. <laughs> Breckenridge. 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 Dude, is that out of Kentucky? Uh, no. If it was, yeah. yeah. Where is Colorado. It Colorado. 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 Dude, that is close to the motherland. It is. I That's just, very close. Yeah, I, 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 I just, wonder how Colorado is so cool. And Utah is not Dude, so what cool. happened to Utah, bro? <laughs> like, it's less than 100 miles away, and we are... That's all I got. White I people. Know. Yeah. So I Dude, say. I am the whitest of people. You should hear my history. I literally have no diversity in my background. Yeah. Wait till he show he shows it. Dude, later. I'm 70% three. Me came back as uh, you're 100% white. Dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, totally. Like I am the little definition of white. It was like 70% like white, 12% white, 3% another white, and 13% yeah. another white. And I just white. looked at it and I said, you know what? So I gotta take away from this that I'm white. It was 100% four different kinds Dude. of white, but it was yeah. Yeah. He's whiter than I. That am, is so the literal definition 
definition of transparent. At least I've got probably some Ashkenazi Jew in me or something. Yeah, he's but... got more on me than I've got white. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to Breckenridge. Sorry, right, Bre- <laughs> back to Breckenridge. Breckenridge. Back to Colorado. Uh, so it's Colorado Distillery. Uh, it's uh, what's the ABV there? Coming in at forty-three percent, so eighty-six proof. And uh, the price range was thirty, or forty to forty-five dollars. Yeah. Depending on where you mm. get it. And so. it is smooth. I'm just gonna throw it on the record. It is smooth. Oh, you, yo, you broke the rule and drink. I already broke one rule of intern. I'm an intern and I can do what I want. Yeah, that's why you're not paid. Taze his balls. Yeah, right. Let me tip for the Breckenridge first. Anyways, isn't Breckenridge the shit? Oh wait, don't break my glass, dude. You know what? Lakayam. Lakayam. See, with with this one, it's got. I I think it's the nose is. Offensive, you really? I think. No, I think it's got a great. But yeah, I get sweetness the, on the, the taste. Dude, is better I love the sweetness. Really? See, yeah, I think it tastes better than it smells. But that's dude, just, it is well, like a, it is almost a cloying smell, but yeah, it's still good. Yeah. It tastes like honey. I think it, it tastes like, like honey. honey. Yeah, yeah, legs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel a lot of there's a lot of legs on this one. It does, and, and for me, I don't think it, it doesn't need ice. <laughs> As so. I party foul it. Completely. Did you really spill that? No, you totally spilled it, dude. You can dump it in my mouth. This. I deserve to be. I deserve to be, taste my balls now. Special. <laughs> how is that punishment for you, though? Uh, special, special thanks to right. uh, to Irish Giant's sister-in-law for providing the delicious, delicious Breckenridge. Go ahead. Hey, so, just so you know, just this don't, is just what don't it, recork it. This, this is what it tastes like. Just leave the cork out because we don't. Yeah, because yeah, I'll go back for seconds on that. Yeah. I just, I just think it's just it, not important, but interesting to point out too that it's. It's like the second or third bourbon that we've had that hasn't come from Bourbon County, so I think it's kind of cool to, to note that, you know, because we had the Texas bourbon, and now we've got a Colorado bourbon, and you don't have to have it come from Kentucky to be a bourbon. Dude, and so. if you're in Utah, there's a place called Bourbon House, and they have all sorts of bourbons. If you ever want to taste this thing, I'm pretty sure now, that it's there. Do they have, like in, in yeah. Utah, do they have the cap on, like do they have weak bourbon, yes. or is it full strength no, bourbon? No, full strength bourbon. It's, just it's called beers. the Bourbon House. It's on like 200 South and Main Street. No, I mean like stuff that's brewed, or yeah. that's distilled No, they there. have every bourbon you could ever ask for. Cool. They literally, the bourbon house. Every bourbon? Every, every, bourbon? Bourbon. every bourbon. I don't know, that's in it. Dude, I know. It's, it's, I want 12 dude, Pappy. I, sh- I shit you not, you walk into their like foyer and it's like every bourbon that you know. Like it's well, it's my it's my place. Beaverton here knows quite a few, so dude, I know you need to so. come out to Utah, and I need to take you to Bourbon House, and then you can partake in mm. the lusciousness therein. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take let's talk about the taste because I haven't yeah. sipped it yet. The oh, taste yeah, it's very smooth. smooth. Yeah, it is. It, I, it I tastes like, it like honey. It does, and I think as it as it sits and chills out, it's not as burning on the nose, but I still think it very, tastes. I very little burn on mine. I get. I didn't get any. I'm almost not no burn. It was very delayed. Actually, I take that back. It was a little bit delayed, but it was very. very I still think it tastes better than it smells. The smell was good. It's just. I think it's the smell. It just enhances how it tastes for my for my uh, choice. But yeah, yeah. No, I definitely get the delayed burn the alcohol. Um, total sweetness. Not a ton of vanilla, but sweet somehow. I'm not yeah. sure where it's coming from. But I think. Uh, well, I get kind of like a prune. Mm. That's just me, mm. but. I think, and then for the price point, I think it's worth it. I, maple syrup? Does maple that, do syrup. that, yeah. Kind of get a little bit of that. Uh, no, Dude, so the... listen to the definition. Whiskey from the snowmelt water from the Rocky Mountains. It could be the water, because like water has a big, yeah, big water, water source, and, and that yeah. could be. Dude, from the Rocky Mountains, like the Rocky Mountains are all about purity. 
So, like, if they're saying that this is from the Rocky Mountains, dude, this shit is pure. So, it's going to have the different mineral content and dude, stuff, too. it tastes be... like it was from the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Did you know that before you read that, or dude, is it just... I absolutely knew that before I read it. So from gonna, someone who's I'm going to go in, like, uh, Coors Light. <laughs> it's from the Rocky Mountains. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it tastes, it tastes it's the Rockies. Bullet, but, yeah. but, but Breckenridge is a ski resort in Utah, so it's different. It's a big ski resort in Utah. Dude, is it, it is yeah. a big ski resort in Utah. So, like, here's the thing. You're going to go up... Colorado, my bad. Colorado. Well, this Colorado is, from... is where it's from, but Breckenridge is... They have probably slopes on both sides. Mm. And here's the reality. It's a good bourbon. And it's a good whiskey. It tastes like honey. That's a good bourbon whiskey. It's a good bourbon whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what it says. It yeah. says, whiskey from the snowmelt water from the Rocky Mountains. And if you've ever been to the Rocky Mountains, you know exactly what that tastes like. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Have I been to the Rockies? Is that was Dude, that considered... you have totally had the Rocky Mountains. No, I'm saying like when I was in Utah, Dude, was, that, totally was that part of the... the okay, all right. I you did. You touched it. I literally and you did. literally felt it. It was pretty badass. Dude, the Rockies are... Felt those mountains, huh? Yeah. 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 Were they uh, the mountains hard? Stuff, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like 14,000 feet. Dude. It was beautiful, man. It was... Dude, it, the Rocky Mountains are something to be seen. Yeah. Well, I can cross that off my bucket list that I didn't even know it was But on Peter there, did not have the full the full strength Breckenridge. Do I want to know what that is? I don't know. Okay, well, well yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we'll table that one for right now. Yeah, Anyways. but it does taste like the Rocky Mountain water. Yeah, very, very. It's I'd say it's worth more than it than it's priced at because I mean that it tastes like more like a fifty dollar bourbon to me. I don't know. We I mean, forty. We've said this before. Forty dollars is a sweet point for bourbons. Yeah, we yeah. Such a good bourbon sure. for forty dollars. You yeah. know, uh, Willet comes in at forty, forty-two. Uh, Elmer T. That guy's awesome. He comes in at forty dollars. Basil Hayden's comes in right around forty bucks too. Yeah, that's, that's really is a sweet spot for him. Yeah, it was MRT Lee. Yeah. MRT Lee. Okay, okay, forty dollars. Yeah. yeah, which is Bolton's or uh, Bolton's? No, shit. Blanton's. Blanton's. Thank you. It's Blanton's by another name, which is sixty dollars a bottle. Mm. So. Right on. Yeah, that's good. But I've tasted higher priced bourbons that are not as good as this one. Well, that's to say, yeah, just because you pay more money for it doesn't mean it's it's just like wine, just like anything else. Just because you pay more money doesn't mean necessarily that it's a better product. Ah, the blue. Johnny Walker Blue, what is that like? Deliciousness. Pure yeah. joy in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's I've never saying. had that. It's I've like, never really had that, yeah, but so it's I don't like, really know what it's like. It's like, like on, on a... I've only at, had Breckenridge. At a, good, at. at a good price point, it's like two twenty-five a bottle, two thirty a bottle, so... Yeah. It's like so you get the bang for your buck. Yeah. I mean, it's something you would... You should, you should cherish. Yeah. <laughs> so unless you have money coming out of your ears, and just yeah, unless you, your kid brings it to a party and oh Jesus, uh, <laughs> people are just rape right. the bottle. Yeah. 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 Just, no. So pro life tip, guys: don't bring nice whiskey to parties unless you want everyone to drink it. Yeah. You know. Oh, but we went to a party the other day, and the guy was a really generous guy, and he had um, God, what did he have? He's talking about this guy with that two hundred dollar. Well, that well, I was actually referencing the poker game we were at. Ah. Um, and a whistle pig. Oh, oh yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Andrew, yeah. He's yeah. a really generous host. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a really nice bottle of whiskey. Yeah, it's like 80 or 90 like, bucks a bottle. Yeah, yeah, he had like three nice bottles out there, and they were probably gone by the end of the night. So yeah. if you put it out there, people are going to drink it. He has another one. Do you one. throw fireballs in house? He has another one. No. It is. I, I, I looked, I and I'm like, let's put this back. <laughs> so fireballing your whiskey, there's a thing in Utah. I would not put that in this. That would yeah, be well, waste so, this. There's a cider in Utah called Strongbow. I don't know if you've heard of it. So like Strongbow yeah, and, and fucking Fireball are the best. What's it What's it called? I know it's a shop. Do you know what it's called? I don't know what it's called. I've got they, s- there's a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, there is which a, is Fireball, there is one. and 
what Bailey's no but no. I don't think it's that good like my friend puts fireball in it but it like ruins the taste it it's like makes it too cinnamony not the rum is it the rum chata it might be rum chata yeah I think it's rum chata and fireball, fireball. do you guys have a drink in Florida called AMF adios mother effer my bad dude no. I totally had that on there mm. it's alright it's no worse than cans clinking you should there. try that out like AMF is like a tequila and a Vodka and a bourbon and oh. all sorts of shots sounds mixed. Like, sounds like four horsemen. Four of the apocalypse, yeah. Possibly. And it's adios mother, mo- mother effort. Mother right? trucker, yeah. Mother trucker. Wow. And like that drink puts you, it it puts you away. Oh, it's like a cement But I don't really like yeah. it. See, I would rather have a fireball with a strong bow. It's just like... They grow up so fast. I know. I was like, you sound like the typical 22 years ago. Dude, like, I'm just coming out of the closet. I can show you the world of liquor. To be fair, I know a lot of older people, or not, well, 30 year olds that drink. Dude, I'm a 30 year old, or sorry, almost a 40 year old that has never drank before in Utah. What do you expect? Mm. Like, what do you expect? I have to explore all the worlds in different... In there's, different and there's nothing wrong with that. Dude, there's wrong nothing that. absolutely wrong with You don't it. have it's our beautiful. history of, of overdosing on Goldschlager. Dude, it is, oh. beautiful. Oh. it is beautiful. Which is why I can't drink Fireball now. <laughs> cinnamon. That's right? How, right? That's how that he's like, I, I want to see you messed up. Drink the whole bottle of Goldschlager. And I oh, we did shrugged. the same thing. Dude, we did that at Roland's house. Yeah. Yeah. That was the craziest shit I mean, it was a 375 mil bottle, but I just did. I just drank the whole thing. he drank that like it was 90 seconds later, and I was like, yeah, no. That's my my younger, dumber days. Or an aftershock if you couldn't afford Goldschlag. No, I'll never drink aftershock again. No, Dude, what no. is aftershock? Aftershock is a cinnamon-flavored liqueur, and I got drunk on that in my ex-mother-in-law's pool with fiber optic lighting. I was so drunk. Did I was you, laughing at the lights changing. I was just laughing at the lights changing colors standing in the deep end. I, mean, I was at, so drunk. At that I, point, you better like it was do nasty, something. It was though. nasty drunk. It wasn't a good drunk. Yeah, that's not a good drunk. No, and I was like, did I'll you, never drink after shop again. No, I've never thrown up from drinking yet. I have once. Knock on wood. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Like The older I get, like I'll wake up with headaches and GI issues. What but do I've you do never, for that? Just uh, hydrate or Taco dude, Bell. Hydrate water. Is a- <laughs> water or Taco Bell. Yeah. Water or Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Shit, man. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And then the beer shits on top of the Taco well, Bell okay. shits. Afterwards, and I, I don't know what it is, but like if I eat like a greasy McDonald's burger the day after, I think it, it helps. Is that I don't a know what, that's the, that's yeah. the rumor is like the greasy food helps you recover or something like that. But is that for real? Say. I don't, I, I don't know if I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think just stay hydrated. Yeah, carbohydrates in your stomach. Like yeah. every yeah. every yeah. Su- substance I've ever taken, the next day it's all about like hydration and or like nutrition. Yeah, vitamins, minerals. Yeah, like white cloth just to get yourself rehydrated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dude, <laughs> you know, IV cloth, bag of white cloth just hang the, the white, white cloth, cloth is can. the worst, dude. It's like having bagpipes but not being able to actually have bagpipes. I don't, I don't even know what that means. And Dude, it's like the weirdest, the weirdest <laughs> statement I think I've heard in a minute. It's like having bagpipes but not having bagpipes. Yeah, dude, like you, you're playing in the bagpipes and you don't know what they are. Well, but they're, well the Storm yeah. of Mormon here is on a different level than we dude, are Dude, right I now, am so. on a completely... <coughs> I, I don't even know what Breckenridge is. Like, I'm experiencing this for the first time oh. and it smells like honey and dew. That's all I got. There you go. That's all you need. As long as you enjoy it. and Dude, I I love it. All right, cool. I love it like everything. And like if I was on Breckenridge, I would be going down or down down a small forest as a small leprechaun and it's going down a hill. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> all right, we're 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 at, we're at a different level here now. Yeah. Wow. All right. Makes you I think. Am a leprechaun. You are the height of a leprechaun. 
Okay, that was the intern episode, bourbon portion. Did everybody enjoy that? Did everybody get a, the, the full uh, range of uh, that discussion that went went sideways and upways and all kinds of turn, ways? Yeah, it definitely turned sideways pretty quick there. Like a Wonka Vader? <laughs> <laughs> a what? Wonka Vader from Willy Wonka? The Wonka Vader? Wonk? No, Remember man. It busted no. through the top. It's like it goes sideways and slant ways and any other ways you can think of. Gene, uh, Gene, Gene Wilder, yeah. Gene Wilder, yeah. Oh. That's at the very end of the film, right? Or yes. Something? Yeah, okay. when Charlie and the grandpa get whisked away in the elevator. Yeah, that always really bothered me. Like, the grandpa's, like, bedridden, you right. know, for, like, uh, the entire beginning of the film. And yeah. then, oh, some money's going to come my way. Oh, yeah. shit, got to get up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Walk and dance just fine, guys. Yeah, yeah. Golden ticket. Hey, ladies. All right. <laughs> That's a great segue for the next yeah. bourbon we're going to have. So this bourbon is, if you remember correctly, it's not really a bourbon. This is one of the first yeah. scotch we, uh, we taste on the episode. It's a, it's a scotch out of Scotland. Go, go figure that. And it's imported <laughs> into Virginia. Really? Uh, yeah, really. Uh, it comes into Virginia. It's, it's a, they, put it in, they put it in port barrels and age it for mm. some amount of time and bottle up and ship it out. This is the yeah. Virginia Distillery Company, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I remember that. Uh, I don't remember the bottle, because like, I'm looking at the bottle. The bottle looks nice. But yeah, they're saying they uh, made from American from 100% malted barley, marrying American single malt whiskey with, with uh, scotch malt whiskey. So that's, yeah, it's definitely interesting. And then aging in port casks is pretty good, too. I'm a big fan of port cask bourbons. Those are, those are like, it really just, the, the port cask brings out the sweetness. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of podcast, and it, and it gives us such a pretty color too. It's really yeah. nice hue to it. Well, wet your whistle, and I guess we're gonna listen to this guy. Yeah, do it. I mean, you pay through the nose for it, but if some yeah. of them have really good selections of you know local breweries and stuff like that that's cool i didn't know that yeah. I don't well think we at, least, at least here in florida but maybe in virginia we do i just i'm not aware of it well i think we've beaten that horse enough into the ground mm -hmm. let's go ahead and segue into the bourbon section so i cheated a little bit because it's not really a bourbon is so it I, it isn't oh no <laughs> <laughs> this is actually isn't a bourbon it's a whiskey so it's a highland whiskey from the highlands of scotland and so basically they import it into, um, into Virginia, Lovington, Virginia, which is kind of halfway between Roanoke and Charlottesville, for those who are in Virginia. And they, they cask it in port barrels, used port mm -hmm. barrels, and let it sit for, I think, about a year at the lecture number. And then this is what you get. So this nice. is a, a fairly local uh, Virginia distillery, which is kind of cool. And so this is 92 proof. And like I said, it's six plus years old. So, it smells amazing. I said that little bottle that you got there, there, Greg. That's not going to do it justice for you, being able to to smell it. I mean, I get for me, I get I get actually caramel and chocolate on the nose. Yeah, I can see that, or I can smell that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm waiting for you guys, but like this, like it's I don't genuinely, I don't want to sound like an alcoholic, get too excited about booze, but like I'm excited to try this one. This one just smells amazing. I mean, it's okay to be excited about it. Just don't moder moderation is the, the key. Just don't yeah, moderate <laughs> over over. 
So I, I have generations of alcoholism on both sides of my family. So I, I try to, uh, you know, me too. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Hashtag too soon. And again, this is the Virginia distillery company. I don't think I mentioned the name. So, okay. So they don't distill anything. Wait, do they, do they, do they distill their own stuff or is this? As far as I'm aware, they don't distill anything. They just bring in, they source like a lot of like, well, that's what all these small brewers do. Or not so how do they call distillers. themselves the Virginia distillery company if they don't distill anything? <laughs> that's good. Uh, Maybe that's they make some gin, you know? Maybe they make a little bit me? of uh, yeah. you know, a little bit of a rum, something that's that's basic. A little little vodka in there. Oh, alcohol vapors, man. Really? I'm Maybe not just really I don't... a lot of sweetness. Yeah. yeah, sweet. I'm telling you, I just I pick up chocolate really on that one. Well, Highland whiskeys are known to be more mellow than some of their other counterparts. Compared to like say an Isla, which is like peaty, super peaty. Yeah, I get a little bit of peat on it, but but not too much. It's got great color. It's like this really. So I really like port cask whiskeys because it gives it like this really beautiful kind of amber color, amber tones to the color. Uh, yeah, and it, it gets nice. It mellows. I think it for me at least it mellows the taste quite a bit too. So, all right, I'm excited. Let's let's do this. All right, That is burning more than I thought it would. It burns quite a bit there, more than I think it should. <laughs> that's right on the back of the tongue, too. Okay, that's one of the ones where, um, for me at least, if you keep it in your mouth and swish it around while it's there, you don't get the burn. But yeah, at the back end. So you're yeah. sitting like mouthwash? Does, does that make any sense? No, no, just, just, to, just to coat the tongue and make sure, you know, I get all the taste buds coated. So, I, you know, but yeah, like Listerine, you know, you swish around Listerine, it doesn't burn too much. And then you either spit your Listerine out or swallow it, whatever you want to do. And uh, then it burns. But I don't think this burns too much. I like this. I, I would cut it maybe with a small piece of ice, but. It's got a really weird taste of prune for some reason. Maybe that was me, but I mean, it's still got that mellowness to it, but I, I tasted prune for one split second. I thought there'd be more. It's vanilla, but I mean, it's not. I mean, it's a, it's a whiskey. It's sweeter on the nose. That like yeah, it I got smells more sweeter. It smells like it should be sweeter than it than it actually is. But yeah, uh, I definitely got more vanilla on the nose than I did than I did in the actual tasting of it. And what was the uh, what was the ABV on this one? Ninety two proof. Okay. Yeah, I think I think this is one of the ones where you'd want to let it open up a little bit, or just cut it with like just a tiny, tiny bit of ice. Yeah, I actually yeah. pour a little bit of water into mine. That's I find ice lately just makes too much water into it. So I just do a couple of drops of water. Mm. That's more than a couple of drops, but we'll hope for the best. It'll be drank. It's okay. It'll, 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 be, it'll be drank. Yeah, not really much peat at all on that. Like, I would expect, I, would expect I mean, I know it's a Highland, but I would expect a little bit more. So I should say, I should preface, I like the, I like the flavor profile. I think it's nice. I think the port adds a little nice finish to it. It's got a little more, a little more alcohol than I think it should, but it's still not too proof. This is available for like, like bottle purchases. I'm assuming it's available since you got. So this comes in. It's at VABC Virginia ABC all throughout the state. It is a fifty-seven dollar bottle. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't. I don't think it's I would pricey. personally. Yeah. You can get them on sale for about fifty, but still. But it's local. It's you know created in the state. Ooh. So I think it's not something I want to buy every day. But I think it's I think it's worth adding to your collection just to, to sample it, just to have it. Now, would you, you, I know we were talking last show about the infinity bottle. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you use this in an infinity bottle with anything or? This was added to the infinity bottle. It was. Okay. Yep. All right. You know, it's definitely good whiskey. I can see why it would be in the up, 
upwards of $50 range because anything that's poured cast finished, it's, that's a Highland whiskey. It's going to be up there a little bit. Yeah. I mean, comparable, you could, I guess you could get like, let's see, the Bowman port finish is like $40, which is another Virginia one. Angel's Envy port finish is. That's what I was thinking of. 50-ish? Somewhere. I'll say 60. No, what? Really? And then, well, did the pork, well, I, I might be wrong. I thought it would be, well, yeah. since whiskey, since whiskey prices are going up everywhere, I would assume it'd be 60. Angel's yeah. Envy, though, has come, has come down in price um, in the last couple mm. of months. Yeah, that's the, that's the sad part about drinking a, a craft liqueur or, you know, something like this is like, it just keeps going up in price. Like, and it's, it's harder and harder to find something that you actually want. Because there are a group of people who like to collect, which is awesome. And then there are a group of people who like to drink it, and that's cool too. And then there's like Disney and like all these companies who just like hoard the rest of it. I don't know. So it's yeah. hard to find good stuff lately. Well, I know last time you were here at the Polite Pig, to seeing all those whiskey bottles on the, the top shelf yeah. of that restaurant. And they're like, well, how'd they get those? Well, Disney yeah. might help them out a little bit. Yeah, when you get the connections, use them, right? What's it called? The Whiskey Pig? The Polite Pig. The Polite Pig. It's a, it's yeah. a really nice whiskey bar. I say it's not really nice, but they have a really nice selection there at Disney Springs. That's yeah, and you, wouldn't think, and you wouldn't think a Disney Springs restaurant would have that, but, but it's like a, you just walk in, and if you're just eating, it's just a barbecue, just you get barbecue fare, but they have a decent craft beer bar too and it's just and but if you look upwards there's just a bunch of whiskey bottles up on the top shelf no literally like we're walking past uh, disney spring last time we were down there as we're walking past disney spring and these restaurants i look up and i see like this like shrine to, to whiskeys and bourbon it's like this gold hued color shrine and i look up like oh man we gotta come back yeah it's great i love i love that i love going there when i'm when i have a chance and they're actually doing it right they're actually temperature checking people and making people wear the mask and keep it on because like we were just there a couple days ago. This uh, is Disney Springs, or yeah, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have they have people walking around, and if you have your mask off and you're not eating or drinking, they will they will tap you on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, just put your mask back on." You couldn't they, pay me enough to go there right now. Do they yeah, tap actually, you with like a six foot stick? It made me feel safer than actually a friend of ours brought up a good point. She's like, I feel safer going there than, than grocery stores because they're actually enforcing it and doing the right thing. So I'm like, you know what? I agree. Oh, That's I'm smart. starting to break in with that. They're doing a new, another Evil Dead. Another season? No, another movie. Another movie? Oh, wow. Yeah. There was, there was a TV Dead show? Now. Yeah. It's going to be called Evil Dead Now. It's, it's going to be a sequel. So Sam Raimi's going to direct it? or I think so. I think he's on board and so is Bruce Campbell. Oh man, that makes my heart patter. Yeah, that's awesome. Look it up. I, I heard it on. It was some other podcast. I heard it on. All time favorite director. One of is Sam Raimi, and I love the ch- the Bruce, <laughs> the chin that kills the Bruce. Yeah, he's great. The greatest B actor you will ever find. Who revels in it being a B list actor? He, he loves yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and jump in here. Mrs. Irish Giant tried it, and she kind of had a similar reaction to you just now. Uh, be written there. Yeah, she said she's good. Uh, it's just. That burn. Yeah, she said she would mix it with coke and uh, and, and <laughs> then she said, Yeah, and then and then just to one up, but she said cherry coke, you know, just to make sure that uh, you know it was done justice. Uh, okay, I wonder how this would be in like an old fashioned with like some cherries, cherry bitters, and whatnot. I mean, I know you're gonna get the peach. It doesn't need a weird the, mix. I don't think it would need bitters. I mean, that's well, just my not. take on it. Well, bitters <laughs> yeah, you make it bitters can make it sweeter or add a little bit more like. I get depth depth to it. So I, I can see that. I probably won't do that, mind you, but uh, I was curious. Up to you. 
Yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, no, you can do a save it for something, you know, fancy and sophisticated like a whiskey sour. I did do something weird last night, though. (laughs) I did a, I did a, a a coffee cube, not a cube, but a sphere. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been seeing that blown up my, my feet. Yeah. Yeah. I tried, me too. It wasn't, I thought it was good, but then again, I did use whistle pig. So. What? You wasted whistle pig on that? Yeah. I, I just had to kill the rest of the bottle, and I'm just like, "This is delicious." Yeah. And then again, I did have a few. So wait, with that. so wait, so you so you made a, a wh- sphere with whiskey pig coffee. and coffee, no. or coffee no. sphere you do, dissolved in whiskey whistle pig? What you do is, uh, I have one of those like plastic shells, the, like, right. like a ball, basically. Yeah, yeah, a silicone ball. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you take a, a funnel. Sphere. Yeah, take a funnel, and you put it on the top, and you pour cold brew coffee into the top. You freeze it, and make a sphere. You put that in the glass, then you let it freeze enough, and you pour the whiskey over the cube and let it melt, and then that's it. Just seems like a, a waste of good whiskey. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. it does. It kind of hurts my heart to do that. I mean, I got some pushback when I I, I I shared it in a group, and they're like, "You did that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Was it decent coffee though? I mean, it wasn't yeah. like fucking Folgers Instant or something. No, it was, right? uh, okay. it was Starbucks uh, cold brew. Oh, okay. All right. They I mean, sell it know. in the little bottles. Yeah, oh, that's right. good. I mean, I'm only I'm only slightly less offended by that now. So, that's oh, thank cool. you. Yeah, I'm still triggered, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> well, I'm like, I had a couple beers, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna have some. Fuck co- it. And I, yeah, exactly. That, enjoy your whiskey however you want it. If you bought it, you can enjoy it how you wanted it. So, the gist, man. You know, the, the was it Pappy who uh, drank it with Coca Cola or Sprite or something? So, yeah. But if you make it and you, it just comes out. You know, you have barrels and barrels of it. How else are you going to, you know, at some point you're just going to be like, man, I don't want to drink it straight anymore. Okay, ice is good. Now I want something else. Now why not? It's yours. So again, Virginia Highland Whiskey, Portcast finished. This is Virginia Distillery Company. Surprisingly, it, it's won a crap ton of awards. Since 2017, it's won Best American Blend Malt and the World Whiskey yeah. Awards. And then a couple others there. But I'm like, then I had to stop and second, like, how many other American blended malts are there? And maybe there, maybe there are tons. I don't know. I mean, you'd think there was, that would be a, a fairly large category. I don't know. I just know about malt liquor, the MD 2020 and stuff like that. Which isn't really liquor, which is odd. No, it's not. It's no, malt it's beverage, not. sorry. Right? Colt, Colt 45 is not liquor. Oh, God. But no, it's good. Yeah, I can see why. It's definitely the nose and the taste, definitely different tasting. So I can see why it's win some awards because people like to have some variation. Yeah. And then, yeah, the variation is a little different, a little something. Yeah, so that was a Scotch whiskey all the way from Scotland, brought into America, into Virginia, port barreled aged, and uh, we reviewed it. It was delish. Yeah, and apparently they, a minimum of 12 months, they age it in the port cask. So that explains the, explains the good finish that it had. But can you call it, you can't, you can't call it a Scotch though, you just have to call it a whiskey, because it's not Scotch. Because it just says on the bottle, it just says port cask finished whiskey. You are correct. It would be a whiskey at that point because national laws and all the local state bourbon laws. It's like why you can't call, I guess, if, you, if it's made in California, like sparkling wine from California, you have to call it California champagne. You can't just say it's champagne. Right, because it's not from champagne. Yeah, yeah France. Champagne. 
Yeah. Well, it, it is interesting though they named it Highland because you're you're eliciting <laughs> the Highland Alps or the Highland not the Highland Alps the Highland Mountains in Scotland kind of that feel. But it's you know I think it's actually a Lowland Scotch though if I remember correctly. I'm not not really saying specifically. I'm sure I could look it up, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's, I've always been, I've always gravitated toward either Highlands or Lowlands because, like again, the, the coast just can't do PD for me. But you have to, have to take like a real Scotch trigger to get the difference between a Lowland and a Highland Scotch. <laughs> and the show's called Bourbons, and we do mostly bourbons. So hey, that's on us. Well, I mean, hey, I I want to I I need to get back into scotches because I I learned all that stuff back when I was in the industry, and it quickly was replaced by other lesser things. All right. I think that's going to be enough for that. Let's move on to our next bourbon on the list. It is Henry McKenna 10. This is, who's this out of, where's this from, Jim? It is um, Heaven Hill Distillery, which is, I believe it's out of Kentucky. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, Heaven Hill, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and I remember at first I was like, Heaven Hill, because I remember seeing Heaven Hill as being like on the bottom shelf. Yeah, they 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 do make a lot of bottom shelf bourbons and whiskeys. Yeah, yeah, which is fine, which is fine because I mean you need if people mixology guys that just like to mix it, don't like to drink it straight. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, but this one, the ten, the Henry McKenna ten is a single barrel. You should definitely not mix it with Coke. Uh, we won't shame you, but I will talk about you in my head. I'll give you the side eye and the side sure. eye and the squint eye and the uh, uh, eye. dad shake. You know, like shaking dad your shake. head. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. This guy, this guy. <laughs> uh, he has age of ten years. We do mention the uh, we do mention the the barrel number. I forget what it is, but I'm sure you'll hear that coming up momentarily. Uh, it does in the descriptions I'm reading to say mixed with an old fashioned, which is one of my favorite drinks. And it mentions it's a rye drinker's bourbon. Maybe I mentioned that. We'll see in a minute. Stay tuned to see if I mention it's rye because I'm a rye drinker now. So. All right, I'm excited to hear about it. All right, cue the music. Listen. Yeah. And now we're going to go into the bourbon part of the show, which is always fun. Not always. We've, no, we've had some that work. I, I hope that you'll you should like this one a little better than some of the other ones we've had. Some of the ones have been like Voldemort, like you know, shall not be named. Well, I just named him though. Damn it. So now we are in the bourbon portion of the show. And again, this is when we sample bourbons, kind of self-explanatory. Uh, today we are going to have, uh, hopefully, some tasty bourbon. This is uh, Henry McKenna. It's 10 years old. It's a single barrel, which always is, I always find single barrels to be fun. That means they're not blending across, you know, 10 years, all mm. the barrels and the, the, the sta- uh, storage. It's literally a single barrel that they're pouring out of. So you get a lot of, uh, say, variability. Like the the taste is going to change per barrel, right? It's not blended to any kind of like particular standard. It's just here's the ten year barrel. So this particular one we're going to have is eighty two thirty five, and it was barreled December eighteen of oh nine. Wow, that's a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so just a little bit of history. Henry Ken is part of Heaven Hill. This used to be really easy to find up here, at least in Virginia. Uh, I used to drink it pretty regularly. Regularly. Uh, unfortunately, like all great things, people found out about it. It won a uh, the National or International Bourbon Award in 2019. And since then, it's really hard to find, um, at least the, the tenure expression of it. So 
I think that'll do it for a background and uh, it's got really, really pretty color. I like this. Like, yeah, uh, it's got the real caramel color. Uh, it's not, it's not light. I, I'm always wary of bourbons that are, that have that light pale straw. This was <laughs> last week. Like, mm. yeah. Well, like light straw, I would associate with a scotch and that's fine, whatever. But like, yeah. Well, yeah. The bourbon, the bourbon, I want it darker. Something that's been barrel aged, I want it to have color. And this is, this is a hundred proof. Is that correct? Yeah. It's a hundred proof. Okay. Nice. No, but I've been, I only poured it out a few minutes ago, so it hasn't had a whole lot of time to open up, but the, uh, that is a lot of wood on that, uh, on that nose there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of wood. I'm getting a lot of alcohol. Like it's almost hard to smell what's going on there because of the fumes and it could be just my glass. Usually I have a, well, this is actually a pretty wide cup, so it should diffuse it a little bit better. For those who can't see, uh, you know, Greg here is using his red solo cup. Normally he'd be using a uh, styrofoam cup, but uh, for special occasions such as the 10 year, you know, we go to the, we go to the red solo. Only the best. It's got a little yep. picture of Han, Han on it. <clears throat> yeah. Cause he shot first. Yeah. I'm not, the nose is, I'm, I'm getting, it's a hard nose to get honestly, for at least for me. I don't know what you guys are getting on it. But. Just wood, nothing else. I mean, wood, wood and alcohol. And some not sugar, wood, but not wood alcohol. caramel sugar. Really? Yeah. I don't, uh, well, it smells sweet. I mean, it's not like it's a narsh. Narsh, that's a good term. A gnarly smell. Gnarly and harsh is narsh. Yeah, yes. gnarly and harsh. Now, now that's a little bit. Yeah, like like when I first poured it, like it, like the alcohol smell honestly kind of burned me, but it's opened up and that's mellowed out a little bit. But yeah, I just I just really just picking up wood. I don't really get anything. I don't get sweet. I get a little bit of sweetness. I don't get caramel. I feel like I'm damaging my mucous membranes here. It's uh, it's pretty strong. Definitely has. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't taste as strong as it, uh, the smell is. Well, you know what? If we're gonna go with alcohols that that remind people of the set smells of businesses, yeah, this smells like I'm uh, strolling down the lumber section of my local Lowe's. This is Which pretty. Isn't a bad. This isn't a bad smell, really. I mean, I. It's better than no, it's not. It's, at least it's not like uh, the train tracks or uh, Thunder Mountain, where it's all that tar and wood smell. Mm. Oh, I, yeah. I do love the smell of tar, though. But that's just I me. do love the smell, but I would not want to drink it. <laughs> no. Well, gentlemen, I'm ready to give it a shot. Yeah. Solange. Wow, that's a mm. lot sweeter. Wow. That is a lot sweeter than I was expecting. Yeah, definitely. It, it, the first thing I get when it hits my tongue is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Raisins. Yeah, raisin. A little bit of prune. Some kind of dried fruit. Yeah, definitely sugar. Just a... Uh, Definitely feeling that hundred proof though. At that burn, is it's it's yeah. there. Really, I did not get much burn. I I got it. Yeah, I, didn't, sides I, didn't get, I didn't get a lot of burn either. But I mean, I took a super super small sip and kind of like aerated it through my teeth while I was drinking it. But uh, let me try here. Try it again. Yeah, same thing. I don't get any burn at all. Hmm. I get. I just get. I get. I, now I I get the taste of caramel. I didn't get that on the nose, but yeah, I get caramel, gra um, raisin. Still a little bit of that wood, but not not like the wood. Nose. But, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, the taste, the, the the nose is completely different from the taste. You definitely get yeah. the sweetness that comes through. Pleas on, on pleasantly surprised, uh, honestly. I, I thought this was going to be not it's pretty enjoyable, but this is really good, actually. Yeah, it's smooth. It's, it's complex. Like there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in there. Yeah, it doesn't linger maybe as much as some other ones, but the <laughs> the alcohol burns lingering. I'll tell you that. I actually was ex <laughs> I was expecting it to have nicer legs with such a high alcohol content, but the legs on this really aren't. Uh, at least not my glass. They're really not there. Yeah, they're a little runny. Honestly, they're not yeah. like lingering. Yeah. All right, not not to uh, not to skip too far ahead, but I really am curious now. What's the uh, what was the price on this one? Price point on this one? 
Well, um, so if you can find it in the store that's not marked up, it runs about $39, 40 bucks. There I'd pay that. Yeah, I would pay that's that. That's why I used to buy it frequently because it's a really nice bourbon, 10 year, you know, aged mm. bourbon for 40 bucks. That's yeah, that's and single barrel. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Secondary market, it's way up there. <laughs> so. Yeah, I looked it up on, on uh, while we were talking about it. And uh, the article comes up, it's hard to find it for under 50. Retail is yeah. what the article is saying, but that was from last year. Yeah. So VABC is going to be state controlled. So it's always going to be whatever MSRP is from the company. Got a 91 score in Heaven Hill. Huh. I'm not a big Heaven Hill fan. I've tried it before. Like the, then again, that was like the, the jug on the bottom of the shelf. Well, so McKenna, fan. yeah. They, I mean, this is Henry McKenna 10. They also have McKenna's, which are bottom shelf stuff too. I mean, it's old grandpappy. Yeah. So this won the 2019 Best Whiskey of the Year at San Francisco International Spirits Competition. Okay. I can see I can see why it won because that that it's a very complex taste. Every barrel should be different. I mean, yeah. they're going to have similar. I would assume similar since they're aged about the same amount of time and you know similar conditions. But each barrel's expression is going to be a little different. Mm. But no, I know I I know I've seen this like looking at the bottle label. I know I've seen this in down here in Florida in places. So I'm, now that I taste it, I'll have to look out for it and see. Yeah, I would I would totally recommend picking up a bottle if uh, you come across it. Add it to your collection or, or whatnot. Yeah, Gregory Scott, if you come across that, grab a bottle for me and uh, Jay Beaverton here. Yeah, so this was my consolation prize. Uh, they had some bottles of Blanton's a couple of weeks ago, and I went to pick it up, and I was the the seventh customer in a six-bottle line. So I didn't uh, But they had the, the Henry McKenna 10, so I, I picked up a couple of bottles somebody's uh somebody's got a uh, 40th birthday coming up in a couple of months uh that that person would appreciate something like that yeah. <laughs> any uh any closing thoughts before we close out the show no it's 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 good i would pay 40 bucks for it i'd pay 50 bucks for it actually it's, it's just it's a nice little surprise you know yeah i didn't expect it to be that that sweet and that tasty so thanks for sharing yeah the, the nose and the taste are definitely two different things but they're not the note again. We talk about the nose, a lot of wood on that, but it's still it's still a pleasant smell. So, but yeah, it, the taste is just can be completely different. Yeah. See, this, yeah. this is this is one of those cases where I think it's too. It's just it's important to not just immediately go right to the ice or right to the water without sipping it first. Because like my initial thing was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to water this down, and then after the sip, nope, you don't have to. So mm. I think that's just that's important to always taste before you start diluting because you may not actually need it. Yeah, I no, agree. I think we're all well. I'm drinking mine neat. Are you guys? I yeah, it. yeah, I'm drinking neat. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm gonna like review something, I definitely want to do it neat, just to, so okay. I can get the full flavor profile. Because I don't want to dilute it. If I'm yeah, drinking, or, I mean, at, drink at, it, least start, at least at least start neat, and then you know add something if you need to. Yeah, yeah. and that's there's no like a, there's no wrong way to drink it, but starting neat is the uh, it's at least the right it gives way. you it's the yeah. right way at least to start that way because <laughs> then you get the flavor as the uh, Distillers. Wow, Jim, that really was a ride, Drinker's Bourbon. It was? Uh, Yeah, of course it was. (laughs) Of course it was. We hope listening to this in post that it makes sense. Right. I trust me. I trust something. Uh, (laughs) Something. (laughs) <laughs> looking at Jim, he's looking something at me somewhere. like something somewhere. You gotta have stress somewhere, guys. I trust the bourbon. That's my trust. Yeah, uh, seconded.
America's national drink. Did you know that? It, it, it no, I didn't. It, it doesn't surprise me that it is. I thought it would be a hard seltzer at this point. Yeah. <laughs> God, all the hard seltzers. I mean, even even Bud has a hard seltzer now. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, what was the other one I saw? Uh, and we have Corona has one. Yeah, Bud has one. Uh, I don't think Natural Light has one yet, or Natural Ice. But they, you sh- never... they should though. They mm-hmm. have like a they like might a, a lemon flavored or like a, a pinkish. It might beer. be it. That might yeah. be what I'm thinking of. I do know they were trying to make like a, like a shandy type. Uh, the, the most recent one I've seen in a 7-Eleven recently, which is a community store. If you don't have those, which they're pretty much everywhere, but just in case, in case you're listening overseas. But they have uh, them in Japan, by the way, 7-Eleven. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. But I saw this thing called cacti. I'm like, why would you name? That's the dumbest name you think. Cact- I don't think cactus and seltzer. Uh, it's stupid. It's like a plural cactus, cacti. Yeah, that's cacti. True. It's spelled exactly like cacti. I'm just like, this is stupid. Wow, wow. It's probably made from the guys who make, you know, uh, cobra malt, <laughs> malt, mm. uh, malt beverage. There we are. Old English and uh, black cobra. Colt forty-five. Colt forty-five. Colt forty-five. All right, Billy D. Why don't you lead us into the next episode, uh, which, which is about—it's not about bourbons, though, right? Is it specifically? No. So this one's a kind of a fun episode. I toss it in there because I like science. I uh, pretend to be a scientist some days. So this is a really fun episode. If you've never played around with your cup sizes, which is not a brawl reference, it's a—it's a literal. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. These uh, things cup sizes. I'm like, uh. gotta toss it in there, guys. Uh, yeah, so we experimented a little bit with sampling bourbon from different size cups because, well, I guess you'll have to listen to the show to uh, find out. Does it affect it? Find out now. And now we are in the bourbon portion. Okay. So I asked the guys to get two cups, rather one cup that they normally drink their whiskey out of and one shot glass. Basically put a half ounce in each one. Okay. 15 milliliters coming up. It's going to be neat. So we're not going to put water or ice with it. And the experiment is we are going to smell each of these differently. So we're going to take a sample and smell our shot glass. And then we're going to take a moment and smell our our cup. And we're going to kind of compare the notes there. And then we'll talk about a little bit why. What kind of cup are you drinking out of? I guess we'll start there before we get too far along. I guess I'll go first. I, it's more like a snifter. This is what I use for like kind of smaller batch whiskeys. I also you kind of use it for my beer also because it's kind of like, I guess the perfect term would be brandy glass maybe because I use it for brandy, but you can use it for whiskey too because it kind of bottlenecks the flavor. Cognac. And lets it kind of, yeah, and then it kind of lets you, the flavor cultivate here and then you get and, more and of the- here would be the top of just the aroma. This cup. Yep. Top of glass, yeah. Because it basically, it's, it's like a pear shape. If you, for, for those of you, for those kids at home, they're not seeing it. <laughs> it's a pear shape. So it's got a, a wide bottom and it goes into a, mm-hmm. a closed top. Yeah. Like wide bottom? Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Giant, what you got? For the glass, it's just a total, probably like a three or four ounce fluted kind of glass that you could, um, I mean, you could make it into a shot glass if you want to do it. And you, shot, when you say fluted, but, um, you mean it so it's uh, narrow and tall? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's big enough for me to put my entire substantial nose into. It's a crate and barrel cup. It's a it's a lightweight glass. It's wide wide at the top and then narrow at the bottom. 
$47.85. So it's a nice cup. And then I have my normal shot glass here. So I am drinking John J. Bobin, Virginia Straight Bourbon Whiskey. That's a single barrel that we might later on. Some Not in this show, obviously, but in another show, we'll, we'll do a sampling of it. It's a 100 proof. Jim, what you got? I have Basil Hayden's Caribbean Reserve Rye. Oh, that sounds Ooh, sexy. Nice. Yeah, basically it is the dark rye that is aged in, I believe, Caribbean rum barrels. As opposed to the Norwegian the, uh... rum barrels? I mean... Yes, yeah, yeah, not Norwegian, but it's only uh, only proof, so it's only 40%. It's not, not, it doesn't increase the, uh, the ABV, but it just makes it a little bit sweeter with the, with the rum cask. What's the price point on that one? That's a little higher. I got that for about 60 bucks. Okay. So it's a little expensive, but I'm like, I hadn't seen it before. And I'm like, I want this bottle very badly and I'm going to buy it. So Yeah. I mean, I know they make a rye. I didn't know they made like, you know. The dark rye is usually perfect. around 40 something. But yeah, this is a jump because again, it's eight in reserve barrels. So it's yeah. hard to get. And like, I haven't seen it in Florida. I this was back before the, the lockdown. I was in Maryland and I saw it. So oh, it's extra important. State important. Irish Giant, yeah. what do you got? I've got the Baron Jaeger. It's a blend out of Germany. It's a blend of bourbon and basically straight up honey. Oh, Baron Jaeger. Okay. I was so like, like, what? what, what, what okay. And bourbon had a baby. Yeah. They had a baby and it's good stuff. And you wanted to eat that baby. <laughs> Get in my mouth, baby. Get in my, my basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. It's like, it's like, I don't know if, if mead was like uh, something a five year old would drink. This is like adult mead. That makes any sense. It's just sounds good really good strong flavor all right so we're going to start with our our cup and we're going to do do some sniffing on it right so just kind of smell your cup and the point is to kind of get an idea of what it smells like and then we're going to compare it to our smaller cup and so it's kind of be a little difficult because we all have different whiskeys and there's going to be no comparison whatsoever right i'm getting some alcohol vapors uh mm, definitely yeah a lot of alcohol on mine too Mine, oh yeah, mine I should probably point out is, is only 70 proof. So it's more of like along the lines of a liqueur. Mm-hmm. I get more of the honey on the larger glass. The smaller one, it's it's honey, but you get more of an alcohol. So I'm guessing it's just, there's more, in the larger glass, more surface areas letting, you know, the air mix in with uh, with the actual drink and bring out all the flavors and the notes. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more alcohol on mine, but yeah, mine's a little higher proof. But I'm getting a little bit of the sweetness kind of as a back as like a secondary note. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I can smell the sweetness, but the alcohol takes precedence. 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 I'll number say that. one. Number one. Door number one. Takes number one. Yeah, I'm getting about, about, about the same thing. Sweetness, a little bit of the notes in it. This bourbon is not a smeller. It doesn't have a great nose to start with, unfortunately. Well, it's 100. It's 100 yeah. proof. So, I mean, either way, it's going to have to open up. And then, but I go to my smaller one, which is, so my nose is going to be a lot closer to the, the source right of the bourbon surprisingly i'm not getting as much alcohol which i thought i would mm. i think i think it's much it's sweeter not necessarily per, pertinent but interesting everybody should know that irish giant here has has a wide girthy nose versus um, your nose there is a little bit more long and, and i have proud, a giant so schnoz yes <laughs> yeah we, we both we both bring something different to the table you know i got i bring the width and the girthiness and bring the links and if our noses could combine, oof, wow, we'd be able to smell everything. <laughs> Nose yeah, transformers, exactly. yeah, more than me. The, the smell. snout, the snout. <laughs> I thought it'd be a little bit more different. The small cup, I'm getting less alcohol, more sweet, but I'm not getting a lot of. I'm not getting like all of the character of it. I'm not getting a lot of character. I get sweetness, and that's about it. 
Yeah, I want to say I'm getting more sweetness too with the, the smaller pour. I'm getting like a lot more sweetness than than I am alcohol. Totally, I get the exact opposite. But but then again, my, my, I, I, this has definitely got a higher sugar content than anything you guys are drinking too. I mean, it's made with honey. Yeah, it's so. quite <laughs> quite a bit more sugar. Yeah. But I mean, it's still alcoholic though. Because I mean, I've had Baron Jaeger, and it still it still tastes yeah. like whiskey to me. I mean, the sweetness is still kind of like a back on the back end, but yeah, I still get more of the alcohol with that one. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll warm your cockles, but not like mm. what, you know. Oh, the cockles. the cockles. Hunter proof is, it's, it lets you know it's there. <clears throat> the point of this experiment, or it's not really an experiment, but uh, experience would be a better term. The vessel that <laughs> is delivered in makes a difference on, on the olfactory sense of it. So a smaller fluted or, you know, more narrow cup is going to concentrate the ethanol vapors, whereas a, a wider Ooh. flared rim is going to allow the ethanol to dissipate a little bit. So shorter vessels deliver more character aromas to the nose. Yeah. Right. Also, a little bit in there, like how far your nose is to it as well, makes a little difference. So, yeah. So a flared wide rim is supposed to display the aromas a little better. You're going to get less alcohol concentration or ethanol concentration, what you're going to say, due to the increased circumference, right? We talked about volume here. The reason why we're doing this is because my wife and I were, were drinking some whiskey the other day, and we had, I had my normal cup, and she had a real tiny cup. And we're, you know, we're talking the notes of it, and like, you know, I get banana, and I get you know, coffee, and leather. And then we're like, well, I don't get any of that, or I don't get all of that. And so we switch cups, and they're like, oh, man, you're getting a totally different uh, flavor profile on the nose. Mm. I am. What was the difference between the two cups that you guys had? So I had a, a, a rocks cup, which is just like a, you know, a glass tumbler, or a whiskey tumbler, and she had a, a, a shot glass. Just like that, we, we did here. Yeah. Okay, I was in, I was impressed the, the the amount of difference, and so I went and looked this up, and I was like, well, why is that? You know, it, it never really occurred to me. You know, you have wine cups and you have your beer cups, and it's all for shape and for flavor, and you know, it's supposed to where it's delivering the taste to your mouth, or your tongue. Yeah, eh, maybe there's some science there, maybe there's not, but actually experiencing it and like and just like you know, the olfactory sense of it, it was like kind of eye-opening for me at least yeah i mean it makes sense it's like you know when you use a wine decanter there's the super large bases um you just like i said you get you get a larger surface area you get more oxygen mixing in with you know whatever is you're drinking and it absolutely opens opens stuff up and that was something that might be completely undrinkable if you let it breathe and then and mellow then you're going to get, you know, a little bit more of a nicer experience potentially. Yeah, but you don't, you don't really let your whiskey breathe. It's not like I'm going to open this bottle and let it sit for 20 minutes. I mean, you, no, but it's a, it's a similar process. I mean, you're getting rid of, you're getting rid of some of those those vapors that could otherwise be kind of caustic to your nose. I've never understood the decanter. To be fair, I mean, like I said, with whiskeys, I'm not going to transfer my whiskey to a different yeah, container. A vessel and just leave it in the open really like that. Either. So I mean, maybe with I mean, there's that whole legend of like with wines about open it to let oh, it that's breathe. That's not a legend. And, that's real, man. That's how. That's with bottles. Legend. There are wines I mean, that are so it's like Sasquatch, so potent. That's the part of the bottling process, though. Could be bottling process. Maybe they didn't do whatever correct step was needed, but uh, if you let it sit out for 20, 30 minutes, it makes a difference of worlds. It just depends. Yeah, but if you're comparing something like a white Zin to a Merlot, I mean, you know, a white Zin, you can drink like it's nothing. A Merlot, Sure, I'm I'm talking reds. I'm not thinking about opening a white and letting it hang out on my fridge, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty pointless, I would say, but... I bought my wine at 7-Eleven. I'm going to let it sit out here until it's ready to drink. Those boxes... Never heard that. Well, that's why you get the boxed wine. You can just cut the top off. You know, well, no, they have spouts, spouts, don't they? 
Yeah, the spouts. No but, no, but I'm saying, but if you cut the top off, then you've got. Oh, you don't even have to buy it. You've got all that surface area. Yeah, exactly. You know, comes built in. That's brilliant. So if you're interested in all this, you can go online and look a little bit at it. There's not a whole lot of scientific articles I saw about it. And the ones I did were like super deep. Well, I think that's why they do the whole, I don't want to interrupt again, but with the beer, they do the different beer styles and different beer glasses because you're going to get a different experience with, like if you drink a double IPA in a specific glass, that's maybe like a, a brandy glass, or you drink like a blonde that's in a pint glass or a, like a stout in a stout glass, you're drinking it, something that it helps accentuate the flavor of the beer. So you're getting the, the best optimal experience for that beverage. Maybe it kind of feeds into that. So I thought it was fun. Uh, thanks for guys for doing that. Hopefully you found something useful. You've tried it out yourself as we're doing it. It's, I, I, I noticed the difference. I noticed the difference, definitely. So I think there's truth in that. Absolutely. All right, guys. Did we blind you with science with that one? I hope we did. I hope we did. I hope we're not blind from drinking too much. Yeah, definitely stay away from the the wood grain alcohol. That is not your yeah. friend. If it's not, if it's yeah, if it's clear and it's not vodka or gin or a specific uh, liquor, then I wouldn't I wouldn't touch it for sure. Yeah, and don't drink your uh, hand sanitizers because apparently they were the beginning of this pandemic. <laughs> a lot of them were made with wood grain alcohol, which is apparently toxic just to touch. So yeah, I know. Uh, going back into the industry again, like because they sell they sold like 153 proof uh grain alcohol and uh lady was like i clean with it i mix it with water and i spray it on my fabric i'm like that's great (laughs) that's wonderful that's why you're buying so much huh okay good totally guys totally well it's a pandemic i mean you gotta entertain yourself somehow right yeah right just don't light a fire anywhere near those (laughs) god no (laughs) you didn't start the fire (laughs) yeah yeah all right so, Jim, what was the next one? I think this is the last one we did. I think this is the last. I think this is the last clip that you picked out. Yeah, this is the uh, Willet pot still. And if you don't remember Willet specifically, you remember the bottle <laughs> because it's a very. It looks like a pot still because that's how the old pot stills looked. Because you see, it's got a very wide base, and there's a little bubble towards the top of that that where it culminates the the steam and and everything else, and then it percolates through the top and then that's how you get your 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 product that's how the the you know the the, the moonshiners did it that's how the, a lot of the whiskey purveyors did it in the first place so it's a lot of people talk about the bottle shape in this one yeah there's a lot of bottle shape jokes here specifically mostly from our yeah so there might be some swearing and some oddly word phrases here so oddly worded uh, innuendos innuendos as it were yeah, but uh, but it's it's a good whiskey. Originally, it was introduced as a single barrel in 2008. Around 2015, they quietly changed it over to a small batch bourbon. Uh, but again, it's still done at Pot Stills Reserve, so it's so it's still so it's still relatively uh, locally sourced. Again, it's small batch, I would say, and it's harder to find again because it's the word has gotten out about it. So you'll definitely recognize the bottle on the shelf when you see it. But it's definitely worth picking up because I, I remember really liking this. And plus, after this, this inspired me to pick up a rye that Willet makes from a local Bavaria here, Nightly Spirits, after that. Yeah, their rye. I've not had it, but I've heard amazing stories about it. Yeah, it's so, really good. We'll have to, we'll have to have it on the show sometime. But I, I want to segue back to 
I remember all of us liking this. I remember like, wow, this is just really, really awesome. It's like a $40 bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. I thought it was phenomenal. And uh, the people, the people, the world is mixed on this one. Like there's a lot of hate for Willet Single Pot. And really? I don't I, understand I it. I seen it. Yeah, yeah. I, some of the bourbon channels I follow, they just rail against it. And I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. That's uh, weird. I mean, some of it, it's, I think if I remember correctly, it's a little smokier. It's got a little more, it's not like your traditional bourbon, like how I would phrase, you know, phrase it. Mm. Huh. All right. Well, that's, I haven't seen any of that. Uh, the, the hate you describe. Uh, <laughs> but Specifically yeah, I mean, talking about you, Jacksonville, you guys hate this stuff. I don't know. Why. Well, if it's, it's Jacksonville, you know, okay, it's okay, Jacksonville. You do your thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go sport ball game. Yeah, go, go see the Jaguars and uh, and uh, enjoy your enjoy your other products that you get illegally. <laughs> they don't have a drug problem up there, I swear. No, no, no. It's a great city, though. You know, for Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go, go, Florida City team. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh let's listen to this bad boy and see what you think about it. Yep. Moving on. Uh so tonight we are tasting uh some tasty tasty bourbon. We have uh Willet single pot still reserve. It is reserve. Pot it is reserve. Okay. Yeah. It's got this fancy label. It's interesting that they didn't put how many you know how long it was aged like you're saying yeah so it's it's a nas which means you know not age specific uh coming in at i can't read 94 proofs at 47 percent volume Mm. the cool thing it's a single pot still or i say it's a single pot still i assume it's a single pot still let's see that's 750 right so that's just a standard size bottle yeah the, so the bottle is, it looks like a still, uh, mm-hmm. a pot still. So yeah. it's got the wide base at the bottom and it, it looks like the top. a dick. I'm telling you, I've said it before, another 25 cents. It, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like a lonely chick or dude, whatever, you know, could purchase this, have a date night with themselves, drink it and then, you know, go to town. There are plenty Just of saying. sex toys. Why would you need I'm saying a they bottle? could. Okay. Yeah. PSA. It's not used, safe to use <laughs> bottles because it will get stuck because of the air. Well, if no. you flip the ball on the other side, you'd probably be right. Or leave the cap on. <laughs> or if they're I extra mean, loose, you're fine. You know, there's, I mean, there's ways I guess around that. I mean, don't have air in the bottle is the point you're trying to make, I think. Well, How do you get the air right? <laughs> Just leave the cap on, bro. Put a condom on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I tried PSA. I, I tried. For the more you know, but it didn't yeah. work. Yeah. No, I was downvoted. You, now you do know. <laughs> so, will it single pot still, uh, sorry, pot still reserve uh, bourbon? Anyway, we're going to crack this outside for proof. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Audio effects? Nah. Leave it in. That's authentic. It's got a great nose. Now that it's aired out, because this has been sitting out for at least, what, half an hour? It's been sitting out. No. Let's be honest. It's been sitting out for about an hour. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. Prior to starting it, the show, we... <laughs> it sat out for one for one software update, one operating yeah. system off to update. Yeah. Your computer you. is updating. Please wait. Please yeah. drink bourbon. You're Please now wait. at 100%. Please wait. Yeah. An hour Do not this. turn your computer off. An hour of this. No. So, yeah. Thanks, Windows. We appreciate you. Bill Gates. Yeah. I'm shaking my fist through the microphone. Well, Windows 98 is going to be more proof and more efficient. <laughs> yeah, that was with 95, but yeah. From South Park movie? Yeah, South Park movie. 95. This is 95 plus 98. Windows 95. Cue the Windows sound. Yeah. 
Right. Anyway. No, but now that it has Sun Out and Chill, because yeah, it was a lot more astringent. Astringent. That's a good word. Uh, it was really astringent earlier, yeah. But now it's, yeah. It's, it's, some people like that. Some people like to be assailed by the... By the, the Once nose again, I a, don't want a nose rape. I just yeah, you know, I'm gonna go assailing is a better word than rape. I think nose rape is more accurate. Yeah, <laughs> when you've got noses as big as me and Greg, you know, you you want you want you don't uh, want that. Yeah. You keep that to a minimum. But you don't. Okay, so you don't get moss at all because on the nose, I no, I don't. Have, I don't get any. Well, I don't moss really. I mean, you said yeah, or peat. No, yeah, 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 peat. I don't get peat on because like I've had some peaty scotches and this is not like that. Just I don't know. There's a ton of peaty scotches. It's got a good nose. I can't really yeah. identify. That's. I mean, it smells sweet almost, but not like cloying sweet. Not mm, like yeah, there is a little bit of sweetness yeah, on that. There's definitely the burn. I can smell the delay. No, I didn't try it again. Let me see. All right, let's we'll do our tastings here. Jim, if you want to lead us off with your tastings there. But no, it's uh, it's the burn is a little bit more delayed because it hits your tongue first, and it's very smooth when it first hits your tongue, and then as it bites down your throat, you get like the lot of the burn, and it kind of just sinks down. But it's not, it doesn't hit you very fast, it's just very, just kind of yeah. slow build. A little spicy. It's like, I don't know. It's, spicy. It's, to me, it's the effect of when, when you first start drinking alcohol and everything that you drink has oh, that God. kind of, you know. Burns. Yeah. But not in a bad way, like, because I normally, I can shoot anything and I know, it's like, okay, it burns and you're over and you're done. This does the slow build mm-hmm. that you just, I don't know, I don't guess somebody pushing 40 who drinks liquor, I don't get that, so... Yeah, the twenty year old party. Uh, yeah, Peter yeah, drinking right. a shot of tequila. That, yeah, no, I'm, drinking, I'm drinking the Smirnoff or the pop off. <laughs> the pop off has so much burn. Yeah. Oh. Look, I brought Smirnoff. This plastic light. jug vodka has burn. Who'd have thought that? Uh, right. No, but it's surprisingly true. enough, pop off actually rated pretty well in taste testing and blind taste testing. So. When it's blended, sure you can't. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to taste like anything. So hey. Yeah, exactly. It is the epitome of nothingness. But this is not a. Yeah, this show. it definitely has some burn, like surprising amount of burn on it. But it's like deep in your throat before it yeah. comes out. Yeah, but that's um, the thing. It's not like oh my god, it's burning. Let me you know. Yeah, but it's not so harsh that you can't taste anything. Yeah, because some whiskeys like are so harsh that you, there's no flavor. There's no there's no peat. There's no anything. It's just it's just oh, it's just alcohol. Yeah, exactly. That, well, here's the alcohol on my breath and my nose, officer. Yeah, <laughs> no, but this is this is this is good. I like this one. There is a flavor, and I can't define it on the nose. I'm trying. To, yeah, I'm really trying to work yeah. that flavor out. Um, I'd see. You know, I think it, fresh out of the bottle, I think it smells sweeter. That's why I just pour myself fresh one. It does. It does yeah. have a little sweet smell to it. Yeah, like like this almost smells like uh, like that guy in his rum uh, of mine. That's descriptive, but also it's, well, well, it's it's made with like turbinado sugar, so it's got like well, the higher proof rums are definitely gonna. It's only it's only eighty proof. It's it's just your standard oh. rum, but it's got that it's got that molasses kind of quality to it. And this that's what I get on the nose on this fresh out the bottle. And theory, oh. shut up. I'll say it's a it's smooth. I mean it's you know it's nice proof. Yeah, so yeah, and I'm drinking it neat. Price point. Mm-hmm. I guess we're all drinking neat. Yeah, uh, it comes in about forty bucks. Okay, really? Because I, I saw I was looking it up online. I saw fifty on some online sites, but I guess that's. For state, I uh, see. Okay, I would. I pay forty. I wouldn't pay fifty. I think forty is actually a really appropriate price point because yeah, you know, there's some other thirty-five, forty-two dollars that, that are garbage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think yeah, the attraction is the bottle because a lot of people see the bottle. They just want to fucking Nate. <laughs> well, we... wow. No, I wasn't going to go that direction, but uh, when multiple I was in... directions because you know because <laughs> you just get two bottles and be good to go, right? Oh my God. <laughs> 
That's the real. That's the real Devil's Three Way right there. Yeah. <laughs> God. Sorry. Wow. Uh, I. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Patron, thank you for your support. Listen to our bullshit. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. No, we were uh, we were down there in Disney Springs, and they uh, had up there. At, mm. uh, it's not Whistle Pig. What's this? Pig, the roasted pig. That that bar we went to. Oh no, Plate Pig. Polite pig. Yeah. Yeah, we were at Polite Pig and they had a bottle up there. I was like, oh, what's that? That looks cool. But I think it looked like a pot still, mm-hmm. not a. You want me to uh, introduce you to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that jar is going to be. <laughs> the Wince jar is going to be. Yeah. The Wince jar. Yeah, so the, <laughs> Ir- the Irish giant has a jar, the Wince jar for Jay Beaverton. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, when he says inappropriate things or things that make uh, Jay Beaverton's face twitch. Uh, twitch. Spasm. Uh, spasm. Move. You can play at home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can turn or it into a drinking game. Taking a shot every time there's an uncomfortable silence after the ashtray says something. You know what? There's you can just assume that I'm winning. Pretty sure there's yeah. usually nervous laughter and not awkward silence. No. No, no. There's a lot of nervous <laughs> laughter. <laughs> and, <laughs> not yeah, and then silence. Yep. Cock and balls. All right. Yeah. But uh, it's nice. I, I really can't. The flip profiles really eluded me today. Yeah. Um, and it could be because we've been. Drinking for a while, but um, what does it say? Because you know every bottle has always has their description. Like, what does it say in the? It's a little just, floral. Let's see. I get some floral. I mean, I get you know you get the the vanilla, which you can expect. Yeah, there's a little bit of kind of bourbon. Bourbon. Let's see. Um, it's not a rye, so there's no like yeah. spiciness, but it's got something. And it's what do we have here? Grass. <laughs> Handmade by master craftsmen using time honored methods grass. in the art of distilling, handed down. From one generation to the next, you really do have to rotate the entire bottle to read it. The Irish giant's glasses are down on his nose like a professor reading a bottle of bourbon. Shut up. Made from I will not shut up. This is a podcast. Limestone spring water. Carefully selected grains. Yeah, I taste water and grains in it, too. I can see that. And proprietary strains of yeast. True. That was sarcasm for anybody listening to this. How do you have proprietary strains? Proprietary strains of yeast. You do, actually. Because it's made specifically for that distillery because there are places that can manufacture this beer industry does this too where they can they can design yeast in a, in a lab specifically for the drink that you're making wow because you want consistency in your, yeah exactly your and the yeast is the, the wild element sometimes because yeah. if you get a different batch of yeast or has some of the elements in it that you don't want it'll it'll dress it could drastically yeah. change the, the batch yeah and, and the, even lambics like you know they do like the wild fermentation but they still kind of keep it in the same area which is a style of beer for anybody not listening lambic uh, in Europe right. look it up lambic <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I'll not be a good master uh, brewer because I like I like the variability of it. Like I don't mm. want to taste if I want Bud or whatever to taste exactly the same every freaking time. And if Bud uh, Wyatt, why uh, Anheuser Busch, Bev wants to give us some money, that's awesome. <laughs> but I don't want to taste the same thing every time. I, mm. I enjoy the variety. So, but you know, that's me. The very why I think that the, the <laughs> did brewers... you just try to say? Hang on, did you just try to say variety of it? Okay, it's only awkward because he stops. We need like a or like some kind of like awkward (laughs) sound effect here. All right, so anything else? Anything else we want to say about the bourbon other than it's delicious? It is delicious. uh, It's smooth. I think it's a really nice price point. I don't think you can Mm. find much better bottle for forty dollars that I've had recently. Well, Angel's Envy before it got stupid expensive. But it got stupid expensive, Mm. and that's kind of the problem. It's like anything. Like God. uh, Every yeah, gets popular gets gets, yeah. gets expensive. Well, Buffalo wants Trace, it. you know. Oh, Buffalo Trace is cool. I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. You know, for twenty eight dollars, it's not a bad. But but I'm not was, gonna cream my pants over. All it took was one article though that set that off. 
uh, if you can't find this bourbon, which was was Weller, which is again made by them, right? But it's harder to get. So buy this instead, and then oh, it must be the same thing. So then bourbon people jumped on it, and a bunch of old white guys got it with money, got it before we could get it. At least with this bourbon, you really could jump on it if you wanted to. So that is Will It Single Pot Still. You love it. You hate it. Uh, we liked it. Yeah. Did you enjoy those jokes? I did. Oh, yeah. Lots of jokes there. Mmm. Mmm. Just tasty, tasty jokes. Tasty, tasty comedy. Yeah. All dick jokes. <laughs> Peter, Peter was like... Well, it was also like uh, what to use the bottle for jokes. And I'm like, it's... Yeah. 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 If I was a lonely girl yeah. or a lonely guy, I'm not gonna, you know, judge. I would find this bottle very interesting. I'm like, oh god, Peter. <laughs> mm. All right, guys. I think that's gonna do it for our clip episode. We hope you enjoyed it. This uh, trip down memory lane as much as we had making it and listening to it again. It. Oh yeah. If you want to follow us, we are on the social medias, a couple of them at least. We are on Facebook. You can find us at BBB Podcast there. We do have a website. It's bbbpodcast.net. That's bbbpodcast.net. Yep. Uh, if you want to send us an email, we love listening to our, our uh, listeners. Or we love listening to our listeners. Hmm, that's awkward. We have reading things from our listeners. Yeah. But we have hosts at bbbpodcast.net. And we are on the Twitter sphere. What is our Twitter handle, Jim? On Twitter, it's at... Bourbon beards, all one word, no spaces, no dashes. Yep. And we do have a little extra news here. Uh, Irish Giants got some news, so go ahead and give that to us. Take it away, man. Yeah, the Irish Giant here. Just wanted to uh, thank everybody for listening to the show and for listening to me putting up with my my random ramblings. Uh, I'm going to be taking a little bit of time off from these guys. I've got some uh, some family issues going on, some personal stuff. Um, just like everybody else in 2020 and 2021, I got to deal with some stuff, but, uh, thanks to everybody who listens to the show and, uh, I cannot wait to come back and, uh, talk to everybody, talk to my buddies and, uh, drink some beer, drink some bourbon and talk about some beards. Yeah. You heard it from Irish giant there. He's, uh, he's ready to, uh, take a little break here, but he will be back and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's Peter's news. We're going to have some new people coming in. We're going to have some guest hosts kind of filling his shoes, which are massive. So hopefully you enjoy listening to the, our new guest host until uh, Irish giant gets back on the show. Yes. But we are beards, brews, and bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott with me. We've got the two greatest friends in the world. Jay Beaverton. 